Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Our next guest is not only one of the most influential people in all of college sports, he has another birthday coming up soon. He is one of the gracious hosts of the ACC football championship game, which is back here in our backyard, Bank of America Stadium, Charlotte, on Saturday, Miami against Clemson this time. He has a 69th birthday coming up next week, so we say hello to John Swafford as we also wish him an early happy birthday. John, how are you? Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. David, thank you. I, I'm doing real well, thank you, and I hope you are. I'm doing great. You don't seem like you're almost 69 years old to me. What do you have planned for the big birthday? Do you still celebrate these things in style, or is it just going to be another day at the office next week? Well, uh, I'll be in New York, actually, uh, next week for the uh, College Football Foundation and Hall of Fame uh, events and, and uh, a few other meetings that we connect to the to that event so uh that'll be enjoyable and and hopefully we'll see a lot of good college football people as well as a, as maybe a play so it should be fun between now and then there is this football game in charlotte miami against clemson this game is sold out again john and that's really good news because that's not always been the case for the acc title game how do you describe why the Queen City of Charlotte, now with four sellouts the last seven times it's hosted, uh, why is Charlotte the right fit for this crown jewel of ACC football in your eyes? David, it's in the, in the middle of our geographic footprint. Even with our expansion, it remains in the middle of our geographic footprint. And uh, we, we've, uh, we've had some good uh, uh, regional matchups. Uh, Eight of our schools are within 300 miles of Charlotte, and, and that makes it very drivable for a lot of fans at different schools and uh, excellent airline connections. All of our, all of our institutions uh, can fly direct into, uh, into Charlotte. It's a great stadium uh, in a terrific city and, and hotels and restaurants where you can stay and eat and walk to and from the stadium. And, so it, it, it's just uh, – it's really been good for us to uh, to find a home uh, at Bank of America Stadium. And Jerry Richardson's a, a great friend, and, and uh, the Panthers have been uh, tremendously cooperative, as have a number of other people in the city, to, uh, to really make uh, Charlotte the home of the ACC football championship. Miami Clemson, 8 o'clock Saturday night, ABC with the national TV broadcast there right in our backyard. Uh, I don't know if you get to follow this uh, as um, more of a peripheral thing or if you really dive into the details, but are you a believer? Is there any doubt in your mind that the winner of the Clemson-Miami game, while we all know it doesn't by rule get a bid in the college football playoff, are you a believer that common sense or other things tell you that the ACC football champion under this year's set of circumstances is a virtual lock for the Final Four? I would uh, I would agree with that. Uh, I would be tremendously surprised if if that were not uh, not the case. John Swafford, ACC commissioner, is joining us on the David Glenn Show. This week has been a little bit strange on the coaching carousel, and I know you don't like to dive into the details, but I I appreciate your sentiment in the more general sense. You have told us that these are the glory days of ACC football overall, beyond Miami and Clemson this year and that head coaching stability has been a huge part of that, both retaining great coaches and obviously going out and finding new ones in football. 
we've seen Jimbo Fisher's name in the headlines this week and Dave Doran at NC State's name in the headlines at this week. Are you all at the conference office just bystanders and all this like the, the rest of us are? Or are you somehow involved with the coaching carousel uh, as you advise your uh, 14-member schools in that sport? It depends on the institution. So, some schools uh, rely on us for, for some advice. Uh, so others don't. There's no right or wrong about that. It, it just uh, depends on circumstance, I guess. But it, uh, uh, we're not in the middle of it. And, and uh, certainly the stability that you mentioned and the excellent job our athletic directors and, and, uh, and institutions have done in hiring the, the current group of coaches that we have has, has contributed greatly to the success that, that uh, our league has had in football, uh, not only this year, but really I think over the last five years we, we've come a long way and, and uh, we needed to. Our schools have really responded to the challenge to improve our football. And uh, that's helped us uh, do a lot of other things and, and gain a lot of respect for ACC football nationally. So, uh, you know, the coaching carousel doesn't seem to, to ever, ever change. Right. Uh, although I'm not sure I've ever seen it quite at the level it seems to be uh, at this given point in time with major uh, jobs across the country. So we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, it, you know, that's a a part of our landscape, and uh, uh, sometimes I, uh, I wish there's a little more stability. I'm <laughs> glad that we've had it with most of our schools yes. uh, in recent years, and, and I really like uh, – I think we've got the best group of coaches in, in the ACC collectively that we've ever had, and uh, coaching, coaching matters. There's no question about that. I know you do not boast of being the most technologically advanced man in the world. I respect your candid nature when it comes to such things. But I did want to ask you about the ACC virtual reality app, which folks can download for free at Google Play and at their, their app store. I, I understand it as like a 360-degree video with on-the-field angles and off-the-field angles and locker room speeches and all this stuff, if I had an ACC virtual reality app and we took it to your birthday party next week, I would be able to see all things from all angles. Is that how this stuff works? Well, there wouldn't be much to see at that particular <laughs> party. I would suggest going somewhere else. <laughs> but, but it's pretty amazing what, uh, you know, what, what can be done and, and what the future may hold uh, with things like that. And, and – uh, you know, we, we do want to try and be on the cutting edge of, of the things that uh, matter to uh, to fans and uh, the, the people that follow our, our teams, and we'll continue to do our best at that. But uh, it, it is kind of interesting. Some things you, you see and they they uh, everybody thinks it's the next greatest thing, and, uh, you know, two weeks later nobody's heard of it again. <laughs> uh, but on the other hand, you know, you need to keep an eye on those things because we, we, we want to, when there are opportunities there for uh, uh, to be progressive in, in ways that uh, will help the league and, and help our fans enjoy uh, our teams, we want to do that. 
ACC Commissioner John Swafford is joining us on the David Glenn Show. From football to basketball, it's been a fun ACC Big Ten challenge. We have the finale tonight, and it doesn't get much better. Number five, Notre Dame, is visiting number three, Michigan State. The ACC has shown out very well, as it usually does, uh, especially in that sport. Let me ask you a general question about hoops. Since we last talked we saw the FBI indictments in college basketball. We saw the creation of an ACC task force last month where some of your trusted colleagues are going to look into college basketball recruiting, et cetera. What exactly are y'all going to look into? Uh, when do you expect a report from your new task force and, and kind of rolled all into one? What are your thoughts when you hear college basketball fans taken aback by this level of scandal uh, in college basketball as the FBI continues to uh, explore that? I don't blame them for being taken aback because I've taken aback too. I think anytime you have a situation where, uh, you know, one of our sports is uh, involved in, in a, a federal investigation from a national perspective, it's, it's a reason for concern. I, I think it's an opportunity, David, to uh, – to look at the sport itself and and uh, improve it, uh, it may force us to uh, not just us, maybe the NBA, maybe at AAU level to address some things that uh, obviously need to be addressed. So uh, while it's not the way you want to have an opportunity to make something better, uh, I hope that that's what this will turn out to be as a vehicle to. Uh, to improve things and, and make it better and, and reach for more connectivity uh, with young players at the AAU level and the AAU system uh, to the collegiate ranks and then on to the NBA or or, uh, or G League or, or international ball. And right now, personally, I don't think we've got enough connectivity there uh, for that, you know, 15-year period of, of – a player's basketball life, uh, at least the elite players, and uh, so hopefully we we can we can do that. Uh, secondly, it, you know you can have the best system in the world, and if there's a breakdown uh, of integrity, it undermines that yeah. system. So some of the problems are systemic. Some of the problems are individual integrity, and uh, you know maybe we need to. Not maybe. We, you know, obviously, we need to take a look at the integrity factors uh, and how to improve that uh, in college basketball. And, and, you know, I said this when this first happened. The, the thing that's so frustrating to me is that, you know, we don't know how pervasive this is. Obviously, there's a problem to some degree. Right. Uh, but, what you know, what happens with things like this is that the, the, it becomes a wide brush, and uh, an awful lot of people uh, in college basketball uh, do it the right way and are making every effort to do it the right way. And uh, so, uh, you know, we can't forget that either. You just hate to see an entire, uh, in this case, the game of, of college basketball and those in it sort of tainted by the actions of uh, we don't know yet whether it's a few or, or more, but but obviously it uh, it shows us there are there are problems there on an individual level and on a systemic level that we need to address. Hopefully we can do that effectively. 
you have been in this for so long, John, and you know so many people. I wonder if it is is as hard for you to figure out, even with all of your connections and all of these sometimes first-person accounts of uh, sometimes it's the coach who doesn't get a recruit where the recruiter, his family, tells the, the other coach, hey, man, I loved your school, but I'm signing over here because, you know, mom just got a new house or there's $100,000 in cash. I've had a hard time, even with my friends in the coaching ranks, discerning the truth because I I have a friend in in one part of the country, John, who tells me that in his league, he believes half of the programs are cheating all the way to the point where, you know, these FBI investigations are uncovering, you know, $100,000 to the family of a recruit. And yet if I talk to another coach, I've been told that in the Big Ten and the ACC, for example, yes, there is cheating occasionally, but it might be the rare one or two schools. Now, I know you'd rather hear zero, but but do you has, have as hard a time discerning the, the size and magnitude of this issue as I do? Because I trust these coaches I'm talking to, and one says it's 50% in one part of the country, and somebody else says it's you know it might be 10 or 15% in our neighborhoods closer to home here. Well, I uh, I don't know how to put any percentage on it. I, I know that the people I trust, uh, you know, I, I don't think this is pervasive. Uh, I don't know other parts of of, of the country. Uh, I'm not naive enough to think there's there's no, there's no right. problem or nothing going on. Uh, but at the same time, I, I uh, from all of the conversations I've had, I'm, I'm convinced that it's not pervasive. Uh, and uh, you know, so we'll see. I mean, time time will tell in terms of the federal investigation and what uh, what may come from that. Uh, uh, no one really knows what will yeah. come from that. They, you know, they they don't tell the NCA anything. They don't tell the ACC anything. Uh, so hopefully, as things play out, it uh, will prove not to be pervasive. And I, I I hope that'll be the case. And I think that'll be the case. ACC Commissioner John Swafford joining us on the David Glenn Show. Five years ago this week, ACC presidents and chancellors in communication with you voted to add Louisville. Since then, we saw an escort scandal with the Cardinals, FBI allegations with the Cardinals, wakey leaks with the Cardinals, uh, a Hall of Fame coach dismissed by the Cardinals, and a, a very successful athletic director let go by the Cardinals. I know you recently described the addition of Louisville as the right decision at the time five years ago. Uh, what's it going to take for this to be still the right decision with Louisville as a part of the ACC? Well, Louisville's addressing those problems very aggressively. I, I, I will certainly say that. I wish they hadn't occurred and, and wish uh, don't want those kinds of issues to occur uh, at any of our institutions. Uh, but I think Louisville over the long term will be uh, an excellent member of the ACC and has al- already made a lot of positive contributions as uh, as well. So uh, I-, I think they're doing what they need to do. It's unfortunate and, uh, and disappointing, uh, and it is to a lot of people at that university uh, as well, but I think I think the University of Louisville continues to have a lot to offer the ACC and, and of course, vice versa. A lot of folks are excited about the arrival of the ACC network in 2019. Uh, can you tell us in a general sense, 
2018 has to involve a lot of things, right? I mean, you you don't wait until 2019 to sign up digital distribution deals or, or cable satellite distribution deals. Can you tell us in a general sense what this coming year uh, looks like when it comes to the 2019 year later launch of the ACC network? Well, with the ESPN, uh, you know, obviously the, the distribution discussions continue on an ongoing basis, and that's, that's really in ESPN's hands, and they, they do that very well. And uh, early indications are, are very positive in that regard. Uh, in terms of our schools on the campuses, uh, a lot of work being done uh, with facilities, uh, production facilities, and uh, what needs to be done at, at – uh, at competition sites in order to uh, produce uh, some of the games for the uh, network uh, at the institutional level. And, and uh, our schools are are right on schedule with that. Some are well ahead of schedule. We don't have anybody who's really behind schedule, so that looks good. And, uh, and then we're beginning to, to have conversations about uh, – you know, content that will be on the channel. Uh, we're in the very early stages of talking about talent that'll be uh, that'll be on the channel. So, uh, you know, production of, of different events. Um, so it, you know, there's a lot. There is a lot to do. There's no question about that. But we we feel really good about where we are, and and uh, as does ESPN. So uh, while you might not hear much about it there's there is you're spot on there there's a lot going on in that regard and will be leading into the launch don't forget in those talent conversations the david glenn show can be carried from noon to three uh, it's already statewide in north carolina you know you just make sure you plant the right uh bugs in the right ears up there at espn uh, as an old friend of the program last thing for john swafford acc commissioner he's laughing as i'm laughing for those who don't know uh, you it has been a long time since you were the athletic director at the university of north carolina but since the last time we chatted with you carolina did ultimately dodge ncaa penalties for an afam scandal that was obviously a very serious university matter dating back uh uh, heck, into the late 1980s, I think, according to the Weinstein report. Is there an ultimate lesson to be learned there in your eyes, um, academically, athletically, or otherwise? Because Carolina fans are certainly happy that they dodged penalties, but nobody's really proud of what happened there either. Well, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't think there are any real winners in all of that. I, uh, the, the good part of it is that it's finally over with uh you know i think in terms of, of process there there's there are lessons to be learned uh in, in terms of uh of the ncaa and the duration of something like that and the fact that uh, uh the determination was made at the end of it rather than uh at the beginning of it uh as to whether the ncaa had had jurisdiction to uh, to rule on on that type of uh, of situation and and the quality of of course uh, being taught and so forth. So uh, there are things from that side of it. I know that uh, obviously a number of changes uh, that were important to be made have been made uh, at Carolina. Uh, the, the the duration of the investigation and all that came with it probably is a uh, 
<laughs> was a sanction to one degree uh, or another, as it is and has been at other institutions where uh, an investigation is, has taken on a life of its own and, and gone on for multiple years. That's that's something that, that we need to address at the NCAA level. So, uh, you know, those are the few takeaways that, that come to mind. And, uh, you know, the checks and balances on, on each individual campus is, a, is another takeaway And because uh, those are certainly uh, needed. So, uh, you know, hopefully the university learned, learned a lot from it and has moved on, and I think that certainly is the case. And uh, I suspect they'll, they, there have been some things learned uh, at the NCAA level as well as to improving that process in the future. His name is John Swafford. He's the commissioner of the Atlantic Coast Conference. He turns 69 years old next week, so get your birthday wishes ready. He has a busy schedule between now and then. ACC Big Ten Challenge ends tonight. Notre Dame at Michigan State in that finale. He has the ACC football championship game in Charlotte, Clemson, Miami at Bank of America Stadium, uh, and then the big birthday celebration along with some uh, National Football Foundation events as well. Thanks for uh, working us into that fun schedule, John. Happy early birthday, and thank you again for the time on the David Glenn Show. Thanks, David. Good to be with you. Always a lot of fun. The commissioner of the Atlantic Coast Conference played in this league a long time ago a multi-positional football guy at UNC, worked his way up the ranks through administration, including as the UNC athletic director, and then long, long ago, he was hired first as a really young AD, then as a relatively young commissioner of the Atlantic Coast Conference. He remains in that capacity, heading into his 69th birthday on December 6th.